ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. Welcome into the Tuesday, September 17th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can always call the program anytime by joining us on the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Miller Lite holds true great taste. Only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. What do we got coming up on the show today? Well, it's Tuesday. That means we get to spend a little time with Doc Holliday. So we're going to get his thoughts on Ohio. Also, uh, what do you do in the off week? Now, it's kind of strange. We actually had a a press conference today. I mean, this is Doc's off week, but Doc was there for us today. So we're going to hear from him in a little bit. Also, uh, had a chance to catch up earlier today with Will Omer. So uh, Will was... Will was fun today to talk to. He he's always a giving player when it comes to just, you know, what's going on. He's one of my favorite guys. Him, a Levi Brown, Xavier was great yesterday. We got a few guys that I look forward to just talking to. Uh, Kobe Cumberlander is now one of my new personal favorites. So uh, we get a lot of great guys to come talk to us. And uh, Will Omer was uh, available to us today. So we're going to hear from him, get his thoughts on the game. And, of course, as I mentioned, your phone call. So hopefully we're going to have a good time today on the show. Uh, we got a lot to get into. A lot of activity happening for the Thundering Herd. You've got volleyball on the road in action tonight, taking on Eastern Kentucky. That's right, the Colonels. Marshall right now 6-3. and three. The Colonels are 5-5. Five and five. Marshall's been doing pretty good in volleyball so far. Ari Agonis, she has really been just a ball of fire with this squad. And they haven't won them all, but they've won the majority, and they've won the ones that count. So I'm hoping that they're pretty solid in Conference USA. I can't wait to see what they look like out of this road schedule and in an actual home environment, playing some matches, playing Conference USA foes. That's what I'm excited about. I really want to see what this team looks like once you get into the friendly confines of the Cam Henderson Center. Also, soccer team, fourth straight home match coming up 7 o'clock today, taking on the University of Texas, Rio Grande Valley. Marshall right now 4-0-1, and Texas, Rio Grande, they are 2-1. I don't know what the outcome's going to be here. I'm favoring the herd in this one. They've been pretty hot, haven't they? Four wins, only one tie, couldn't get it done. And uh, regulation had to go to overtime and couldn't get it done there. So 4-0-1, and they're pretty solid right now. I think you're seeing the men's soccer team just finally realize the potential you've got there with this program, especially with the facilities that they've been able to enjoy for a few years. So I look for bigger and better things for them. But I'm excited both for the volleyball team and the men's soccer team. They've been pretty solid as of late. And we got to give a little love to Marshall women's soccer. Uh, Lindsay Langley, named Conference USA Women's Soccer Goalkeeper of the Week yesterday. She helped Marshall to a 3-1 victory over High Point on Sunday. It's uh, the first weekly honor of her career. Uh, she's been pretty solid. Uh, she had a career-high 11 saves on September 8th and a 3-2 double overtime loss at number 9 Vanderbilt. And she had nine saves against the High Point Panthers. 
Uh, her only goal given up was a penalty kick. Uh, she made three saves in the first half and six in the second, with four coming in the final 20 minutes of play, including two in the first three minutes of action. She also has the most saves in Conference USA at the moment with 43. That is 15 more than the next closest keeper. So the Thundering Herd in action on Thursday, taking on FAU on the road. So you get to see a little sun, a little little fun, sun and fun for the Herd. And let's hope that the conference schedule is a little kinder to them. But, I mean, there's some positive news there. So you got to give them a little positive prep because um, – or a little positive pep – They're um, they're battling. I'll say this for them. They're they're really battling. Give them give them credit though. Okay, so we've got interviews coming up. We're gonna really uh, break into what that Ohio game melt meant to Will Omer. We're gonna get into that Doc Holiday a little bit later on as well. And so we'll break all of that down for you, and we'll look ahead to the uh, off week. What these guys are uh, planning on doing. Uh, Listening to Doc earlier, going to see some high school football on Friday night. They're going to work on themselves, take some time off, still prep, but they're going to let these kids take advantage of um, a couple of days off, get them back, make sure that they're getting treatment. Some guys that are a little bruised, a little banged up, they're going to get uh, extra treatment. They're going to be okay, pretty much was the indication we got from him earlier today. And the fact that they're going to have some time, go out, See a little bit, do a little recruiting, a little scouting. And which that's important, especially getting to see some some high school games. Not many times you get a chance to do that in season, actually go to a high school game. Usually you're on the road, so you can't do that. Or if you're home, you're taking the team, taking them outside of Huntington, staying the night getting them uh, away from everything, just uh, sitting in the hotel room, final game plan, usually watching a college football game. So I'm sure this is going to be a little fun for those guys. And they need a break. Something you're going to hear again and again theme-wise is the fact that these guys, it hasn't been just three weeks and then here's an off week. I mean, these guys have been going at it since camp. And really, I'm sure the coaches have been going at it a lot longer, so – it's definitely a, a nice break. And Doc's going to get into that a little bit later on just to give you a preview of what he talked about today. But when we come back from break, we're going to hear from Will Ulmer, and we're going to talk to him about how important that game was and just get his thoughts on everything with the off week, playing Ohio. We asked him a, a pretty full spectrum of questions, so we're going to hear from him when we continue. Doc Holliday later on as well. And uh, we're going to wrap up the show today with uh, Isaiah Green. Now, usually, we give you just uh, selected sound bites, things that are um, you know important. Um, we're going to let you hear a little bit more than you usually get. We're going to hear the entire Isaiah Green interview. That way, you can uh, kind of get some access you usually don't get. So we're going to hear that a little bit later on as well. So get a full show plus your phone calls at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. I'm going to crack into an energy drink uh, during the break, come back, and uh, be ready to go with you here. We'll do it all when we continue with today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't worry. 
Paul Swan has the wheel on the drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. You're listening to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Don't forget you can join us on the program at any time by calling the Miller Lite phone lines 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. So earlier this afternoon, had a chance to uh, join a few members of the media as uh, we got to talk to Will Omer. And it's great to get these guys sort of by ourselves, just one or two guys get to talk a little longer to him, and Will's one of those great guys. Now, we're going to go into everything with Will, but I wanted to just kind of get his thoughts on the game itself. And, you know, I know we're transitioning away, moving from the Ohio game, heading into the off week, and then we're going into Cincinnati. But I just want to get from him his point of view on how important that game was, the Ohio game. And here's what he said. Uh, I think it was a it was a super important game for us as far as how this season goes. I think uh, it, you know that was that was a team win. Uh, you know, it's, it's cliche, but offense couldn't have done it without defense, and vice versa. Uh, uh, you know, I think we needed that moment of coming together and you know coming back from a deficit and winning in a close game. Uh, to give ourselves the confidence and know that we are able to do that this year. A lot of adversity in that game. And that's something Doc talks about, preaches. And every game's got adversity. He's said that time and time again. But this game had everything. It had it all. Marshall was winning. Marshall was losing. Marshall had to come back. Had to make a long drive. A lot of things going on back and forth between Ohio and Marshall. I mean, it was not a given that either team was going to win this game. And this game had it all. Here's uh, what Will had to say about that. Now, that game did have a lot of adversity, but, uh, you know, we, we talk all the time when, you know, when it gets hard and when there is a lot of adversity, you just got to stick to our core values and look to your teammates and, uh, you know, keep pushing. And, you know, I'm proud of the way that we went out and did that. I think everyone is. Uh, this team really came together, and you saw it on both the offensive and defensive sides of the ball, special teams as well. Don't forget them. But this was really one of those games where the defense did what it needed to do when it needed it. The offense went down and took care of business when it needed to do it, and you come out with the victory. Now, I want to get his thoughts on that game itself. Now, Marshall, Ohio, this isn't a bloodthirsty rivalry. This isn't one where – uh, there's a lot of hate and vitriol. It's a friendly rivalry. The two programs like to get after each other. But I don't think there's anything nasty about this rivalry. It can get chippy on the football field because everybody's a competitor. But at the same time, it's a fun game. But the atmosphere for this game and the excitement and just the fact that you're playing for the bell might not have been a sellout, but it felt pretty good. That atmosphere was pretty good, and I just wanted to get Will's thoughts on playing in that atmosphere because it was sort of a different type of atmosphere that they played in in a while. There was definitely a you know, special feeling in the air. Uh, you know, that, that was a that was a super fun game to play, and 
you know, it was really interesting to me to, you know, the to learn about the history between these two schools and sort of, you know, the, the why of why we were rivals and why that game meant so much. So now they're learning next year when these two teams meet, it'll be exciting again and maybe even more so. And then, of course, we've got to reteach everybody here in a few years after that because this series will not continue until five years after. So there's going to be a gap between playing Ohio, which I hate. I understand scheduling is such a difficult thing to do. So I get it why you don't want to lock in. But maybe the fans would like to see this. Ohio every year on the schedule. It's a natural game. you got to play this game. But now we move on to the off week, getting ready for Cincinnati. It's down the road, but still, it's still visible. And I just wanted to find out from Will when we were talking to him earlier, just say, what are your goals for the off week? I, I like a bye week. Uh, I think a bye week's critical for having a good season. Uh, just just because of the fact that we, you know, you, playing football, you're going to get guys that are banged up and you're going to get injuries and – you know, you get a good team like Cincinnati coming into town, it is nice to have a little extra time to, to study them on tape and see what they're all about. All right, let me back that up a little bit. Um, sometimes we make mistakes on the program. Not my mistake. It's your mistake, Gabriel, but not my mistake. Uh, that was uh, me asking him if he liked the off week. Now, this next audio soundbite is me asking him about the goals for the off week. Well, you know, we got a bye week, which uh, – Makes things different. We have more time to prepare, but uh, my plan is, you know, to stay, stay together and cohesive as an offense, as an offensive line. Uh, you know, just because we're not playing anybody Saturday doesn't mean this bye week is any less valuable. Uh, we have to come in and attack it when we're supposed to be here, and uh, you know, try and get a beat on these guys early. Uh, you know. We actually have an advantage having a bye week because now we're uh, we're able to get you know a little extra time to watch them on tape. We've got a little extra time to study their tendencies and you know get a get a plan together for ourselves. Big game for the Thundering Herd. Very big game for the Thundering Herd. Taking on Cincinnati, and uh, you've already faced off against uh, two of the better Group of Five teams, and you're now going to be facing off against Cincinnati. Uh, also a good, solid group of five team. And I wanted to know from Will, just kind of get his feelings on the fact that you're taking the off week now. Sure, you're three games in, but you've been going at this a little bit longer. Uh, is this the right time for the off week? Absolutely. You know, it's been pretty consistent since August 1st. You know, we've been we've been banging it out. And, uh, you know, I think everybody's body could – could use a little little break. I mean, obviously we're not just going to sit around all all week. You know, we're going to get after it. But uh, you know, this is an opportunity for everybody to kind of get their legs back under them and everybody to uh, you know get some of these aches and pains that have been nagging you since the second weekend in August to to sort of ease ease up a little bit. So that seems to be the theme. You know, still going to get after it, but we're going to heal up, take care of ourselves have a few extra days to prepare, get our bodies right. That's been the theme I've heard all week. Now, a question that was asked of Will. Now, remember, couldn't seem to get the thing going offensively against Boise. Just couldn't seem to get it, whatever it is. Couldn't get it going. But you go into the off week, and this is a question asked of Will Ulmer. 
you go into the off week, you get a 300-yard rushing performance. Does that cure the ills, or how does that cure the ills of the offensive line? Uh, you know, that's uh, that's something we pride ourselves on is running the football. And, uh, you know, you can't just give it to the offensive line. We've got some really good running backs. we got Brennan Knox, who's outstanding. we got – Sheldon Evans, and you know that was some of the first real time that he's seen, and I was thoroughly impressed with how he did. I like I like Sheldon running the football, and uh, you know it, it it's uh, it's a good feeling, but you know you can only enjoy it for so long. We got to go out and do it again the next week. So the good news for them, they they got a little bit more time they can enjoy it. But he's right, got to focus and get ready. Off week, of course, coming up, and then you've got Cincinnati now. We wouldn't be where we were at this moment if it wasn't for, I think, one of the better offensive drives I've seen in a while. Thundering Herd took the ball, last possession, and just possessed it and got everything going, no problems, able to move the ball, work the clock, go into victory formation. And they knew that this was an important drive. So the question was asked, hey, you know, what did you guys say to each other? You're talking, you're getting ready to go out there. You know that you got to go out there, score, or you got to go out there and just control the clock to win this thing. So, you know, what did you guys say was the question before the game last drive? Well, uh, we went out. We knew that was going to be the make-or-break drive for the game because, you know, both offenses have been pretty keen. And – we just looked at each other and we were like, look, we know we've been able to run the ball and we need to come out here and do it successfully. We need to put it together, everybody lock in, no no mental errors, no you know, footwork mistakes or anything like that. Let's let's put one thorough drive together and let Cramsey call it up and it it worked out just like that. And then what about at the end of the last first down and you guys probably doing a little math in your head said, Oh yeah, we're going into victory formation. That uh yeah, that's always a good feeling. You know, it being a rivalry game, you kind of want to just run it in one more time. But uh, it, uh, no, nah, it's one of the best feelings in the world is when you can call the victory formation. And uh, it's it's hard to describe a feeling like that, honestly. That was Steve Cotton with a follow-up question as well, and another question that was asked: just compare being on the field for that victory formation. Compare that feeling or just compare what was going on there to when you're not in control, you're on the sideline, you're wanting to get in there and try to get that last play going. But instead, Boise's the one that's controlling the clock and they're the ones going into victory formation. Compare that. I've I've never caught a pass. No, I I was just a big distraction. But, you know, that's okay too. Uh, I'd like to... You know, note that when I do play slot receiver, we're one for one, hundred percent on touchdowns. We're um, we're we're gonna we're gonna get you on track, Gabriel. Okay, let me uh, let me start again. Okay, Gabe. All right. This is um, cut twenty four, Gabriel. All right, following along. Uh, I want to know um, to compare on being the yeah the team, basically running victory formation compared to the previous game where you were watching the other team run victory formation. Cut 24. 
Uh, well, you know, we talk all the time as an offense. Cramsey always says, uh, you know, we're not we're not selfish with the football. We don't we don't care who scores. And you know, there I know during certain games our offense is going to have different applications. There are going to be games we're going to have to pass the ball more. There are going to be games when we have to throw the ball more. And uh, is that cut twenty four? You know, we all understand that. We're all bought into Cramsey's play calling. So uh, you know, we were a little disappointed uh, the boys a week, but. Uh, I think we all needed this Ohio week and a good solid 300-yard rushing game to to realize that we do have a dynamic offense and you know whatever whatever Cramsey calls up, he's he's the offensive coordinator for a reason and uh, I believe we all trust in him pretty thoroughly because of that. So whatever Cramsey calls up, whatever coach calls up, right? So the question was asked. When is the last time a DB lined up to make sure you didn't catch a pass? Remember, he's out there. He's an eligible receiver, and you're looking at that going, whoa, what? What's going on here? Uh, That was Cramsey dialing up something, and he was asked, have you ever caught a pass? I've I've never caught a pass. No, I I was just a big distraction, but, you know, that's okay too. Uh, I'd like to, you know, note that when I do play slot receiver, we're – one for one, hundred percent on touchdowns. So, hope that's on the record. Uh. <laughs> so I think he's angling for, hey, give me the ball, or at least put me out there a little bit more in that position. And uh, finally, when we were talking to Will Ulmer earlier today, I, I just wanted him to talk a little bit about X in the uh, in the Bison package. Xavier Gaines, um, he's got a quarterback background, so you know you can put him out there. He's a weapon now. Uh, you don't know what they're going to run if they put him out there. So. Just wanted to get Will's thoughts on X being in that Bison package. Uh, you know, X is a super dy- dynamic athlete for us, and I, I, it's really fun to me to see uh, how many different ways we can get him in space and how many different ways we can get him the football. You know, we got a lot of electric guys on our offense like that, and it's it's really fun to see how you know we're sort of meshing and gelling together, and we're being able to explore that because everybody's comfortable with the offense. I think we're going to see X in the – maybe we're going to see Will Ulmer. I, I asked him about that. I don't have that cut, but I did ask him about that. Hey, are we going to see you in a bison? And he's just giggling a little bit like, hey, maybe. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? It'd be fun. So, you could see. You could see X out there in the bison. You could see Will Ulmer in the bison. Uh, the Amigos package when they got all the guys out there. You don't know what you're going to see, but – I'll tell you one thing we're going to see when we come back. We're going to see Doc Holliday's uh, thought part process on uh, this open week. We're going to talk to him, get his thoughts on uh, everything that's uh, going on with this week. And also, we're going to hear from Isaiah Green when we continue later on in the program. It's The Drive, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Every Tuesday, we get a chance to catch up with Doc Holliday. I think Doc's the only coach in America who held a press conference on his off week. He's got to talk to his people about that. We're taking a week off, but thankfully Doc didn't. That means we've got something to talk to you about today, and that's uh, getting ready for Cincinnati. and More specifically, just the off week itself, because... You get two of them this year, which Doc's going to talk about a little bit later on. But 
Doc just gave as a general statement, instead of getting ready for the opponent, Doc's getting ready for open. I mean, open is an opponent, right? So here's Doc going into the open week. Anytime you go into an open date, I think it's important that uh, that you work on on yourself as far as getting better as a football team. Uh, that's what we're doing in a couple ways. Uh, number one, we want to work to get healthy. Got a couple guys that are banged up a little bit. I think this this week will give us an opportunity to get some guys back and and get them feeling better about themselves. And we got to work to get better as a football team in all three phases. Which we're planning on doing as far as self scout. Uh, as far as getting to work back uh, work tomorrow, the players have Monday and Tuesday off, which they need to get away from us for a couple of days and and refresh themselves. So we'll get back to work tomorrow and getting worry about this week, getting better ourselves and uh, start getting into Cincinnati a little bit, but then go full speed ahead starting Monday on, on the Cincinnati game. One of the questions that was asked of Doc after that was the fact that uh, this is an opportunity to get some guys better like Knox, like OB, uh, opportunity for them to have a couple of weeks off, a little extra treatment. This is really a chance for them to heal. There's no question. Those guys get the opportunity to double up treatments. And, uh, you know, mo- and like I say, most of those deals we're dealing with are just a couple-day deals. So have the opportunity to you know get a lot of those guys back. Now, Doc mentioned that they're going to spend some time doing a self-scout. And so the question was, what do you guys look for when you're doing that? What are you trying to break down? What are you just looking for when you self-scout? But basically your own tendencies. You know, what are we doing on third downs? You know, what are we doing to our opponents defensively on third downs? You know, what's our normal down calls, that type of thing. Special teams, you know, where are we giving things away with alignments, that type of thing. So just go over and go, you know, over our entire, you know, three games and, and find out what tendencies we have and what we need to change up as well as what other people are, are doing. Now, we're moving past Ohio, so we're getting further and further away from that. But uh, one of the questions Doc asked, was asked, asked today was, you know, now that you've looked at that film, what stood out on that film when you reviewed the Ohio tape? You know, you go back and watch that, that offensive line, uh, I thought, you know, number one, th- over 300 yards rushing and no sacks. I mean, that just tells a little bit about them. And, they are who I thought they were. You know, you back in that last six minutes of that game, wasn't quite six minutes, but it may have been one of the more impressive uh, drives I've ever been around against a good football team. You know, and, you know, that, that Ohio, that quarterback, thank goodness he's gone. You know, we're talking a little bit the other side of the ball now, but uh, golly, Ned, he makes every throw. He can beat you with his feet, and I hope his little brother's not as good as he is. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Doc cracked a joke? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me get that straight. Doc smiling, yeah. That quarterback was good. Um, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Um, hopefully, his little brother. I don't know if he has a little brother, but if he's got a little brother, I hope. Uh, hope little brother Rourke isn't uh, playing for Ohio. Maybe Doc can recruit him if he's got a little brother, because uh, Nathan Rourke was a really good quarterback. But uh, we're getting to the bye week, and one of the questions that was asked of Doc was, "Is the bye week this week, this specific week, this time in the schedule, is it a benefit?" Well, I think good thing. I think you know we got two of them, you know, which I, I think in college football, to be honest, I think uh, everybody ought to have two buys every week, every year, every year, because you know for injury purposes that type of thing gives gives kids a chance to catch your breath a little bit and get healthy. But uh, I think it came at a good time for us uh, because you know, we have a couple guys that are banged up, and of course we got some critical games coming up as well. So I think it fit in pretty well. And then there was a follow-up question to that, uh, just asking Doc that, or really just more of a statement question, that it's been several weeks nonstop. It hasn't just been three games and three weeks of football. It's been several weeks. We're going back to camp in August all the way to this point. So 
it's been several weeks nonstop before these guys have got, these players have got a chance to get a few days off. It has. We had camp to that mix and, you know, camp now is just 20, you know, the number of practices are cut a little bit, but you're still out there for, you know, about four weeks of preparation, that type of thing. So, you know, about seven to eight weeks, you've been going straight. So to give these kids a week at this point, then you got four or five more weeks and get another one, which will be, will be good as well. Now, one thing that Doc talked about earlier was the fact that they got two bye weeks. They got two off weeks this year. And um, there was a follow-up question to that, asking about just the benefits of having two bye weeks on the schedule. And Doc really talks about how he likes it. Yeah, you know, and just numbers. And, you know, I think, I think, it's, I think it, it helps, uh, you know, the kids, you know, because, you know, we're so concerned about injuries and that type of thing. And, you know, kids start getting beat down a little bit with number of reps and all that. They're more prone to injury. And uh, so I think having the opportunity to get refreshed and, and give them a, a, a couple of days off, I think that helps. Now, another question concerning the rest is these kids are going to get a few days off and they're not going to play a game on Saturday. They've got to wait a week. And one of the questions asked of Doc was just how do you curb the rust? I mean, you've got the rest. You're, you're going to be off a few days. So how do you try to make sure you manage this so you're not rusty when you come back out in a couple weeks? Well, I think, we've, I think in the past we've done a, done a good job of how we've handled our bye weeks. And, you know, we, we, we take you – know, I, I give them the, the days off early on and we'll start preparing, you know, not totally for Cincinnati, but tomorrow we'll get into that a little bit, you know, as well as working on what we got to prove ourselves. So – you know, we'll get we'll get into them pretty quick and have a three or four bonus days as they do with us because they're off as well. So, you know, we both have the same. I don't know what their schedule is, but we both have a couple weeks to prepare. And you know, it's, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, I, mean, I thought our crowd here, you know, Saturday night made a difference without question in that game at Ohio. And I'm looking forward to the crowd we're going to have against Cincinnati because they will make a difference. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see this place sold out here in a couple weeks, which would be great to see. I think it's just been uh, the, the gauntlet has been dropped. Uh, sell the Joe now. I, I think Doc just basically said, you better sell it out. It's going to be a big game. Now, the opponent itself. Now, next week we're going to get more from Doc, obviously. He's not focusing 100% on the game plan. I mean, maybe he is. He's just not going to share. But I, I kind of want to get his thoughts on, you know, what have you seen so far? It's early to qualify that, and that's what I did with him. It is early, I know this, but what are you seeing about Cincinnati? Well, it seems like every every week we play, they got a quarterback that's a problem, but he is. I mean, they had, he was a freshman a year ago, and they won a bunch of games with him as a freshman. But the thing you're seeing more in, in, in college football almost every week is a guy that can beat you. You hear me say it every week, but it's true, is they can beat you with their feet as well as their arm, and this guy can do that, you know. So it'll be a, you know, be a challenge for our defense. they got tailback that's 220-plus pounds, and – you know, there's a reason they won 10, 11 games wherever they won last year and were ranked and, you know, won their bowl game is because they got good players. So they got them again as well, and it's going to be a great challenge for us. And, uh, again, we'll talk about them more next week, but it'll be a challenge that we're, all of us will look forward to. One question that was asked of Doc was um, the fact that it just looked like the offensive line had a chip on its shoulder after that Boise game. Well, I don't think it should have. I mean, should have, to be honest, after, you know, what we were operating in the second half. But, you know, that, I thought they came out and, you know, started fast and did what we had to do in, in the second half to, to put that game away, which was good to see. And we left, you know, think about it, and that's what I told the kids, you know, when we, when we talked about it is we left so many things out, so many points out there. You know, you go back and look at that game. I mean, that game, you know, it could, we could have scored two or three more touchdowns if we just make plays that we should have made. So. 
you know, we just can't leave you know points on the on the field like we did against really good teams, and we got a lot of really good teams coming up. There was a question that um, was asked of Doc that brought up the fact that the last two weeks Marshall's been trailing in the fourth quarter. That there was a situation where Marshall trailed, and the question was if Doc saw any similarities on trailing late in those last two games. And here's how Doc responded to that. Well, I, I just saw a team that reacted the way you're supposed to react. You know, they had the opportunity, had some adversity, and you know, we talk all the time about adversity occurring in every game. You just got to be able to come, be able to overcome that. And I saw a bunch of guys had the right look in their eye, and at the end of the day, got it done there with with two drives there in that in that in that uh, into that game to win a game for us. One to score the touchdown, and and the uh, and it, had, it made some really good third down conversions and some big time plays in that in that in that last drive to score, and then. Like I say, maybe the most impressive one, of course, scoring was impressive. But that last drive, you took six minutes, you know, a little less than six minutes off the clock and took it all the way down to the one-yard line and, and took a knee to win the game. So made two drives when they had to to win the game, and that was, you know, what they needed to get done. And finally for today, um, the question was asked about the schedule itself. Does, how does this schedule get you ready for Conference USA? We'll leave that one for another time. When we come back from break, uh, we're going to come back with Isaiah Green. So when we come back from break, Isaiah Green, we'll talk to him a little bit, get his thoughts. We'll find out what he's thinking after the Ohio victory and moving on to the off week when we continue with today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. To The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Apologize, we promised you Isaiah Green. We're not going to be able to get to that today, so we're going to save that for tomorrow. So we'll hear uh, his thoughts on the game against Ohio as we move on. As he said, the open week is uh, upon us now. So the Thundering Herd getting ready for open, trying to get ready for Cincinnati at the same time. You always have a battle with open. You don't want to You don't want to overrest, right? Is that such a thing you can overrest or uh, maybe not get ready enough take too much time off and not stay sharp after all you got momentum after beating Ohio the same time you want to get better you want to get healthy but uh, you don't want to regress a little bit so that's going to be the fight this week for these guys is to make sure they get the right amount of treatment right amount of rest and they're not over focusing but at the same time that they're not under focusing if you can ever under focus or over focus on something you know, this is a week where you can find out if that's a possibility. You know, if you don't put too much into it and, you know, maybe you're trying to, you know, balance it out, that's going to be the fight this week. So uh, we'll hear from Isaiah Green tomorrow on the program. And, of course, um, we've got the rest of the week to, to get into because um, I'm going to tell you right now, I like the fact we've got the open week. At this, at this point of the schedule, it feels pretty good, the fact that, you got a big game coming up, and you've been going nonstop pretty much since camp. So these guys get a chance to reset. Then they're going to go a few weeks with a game. And after they go through a few weeks of game, they're going to reset again. And then they'll get to the end of the season. Hopefully they're playing for conference championship at that point. And then 
they're going to get a few weeks off to reset again as they'll go into bowl week. So all of that schedule-wise, I agree with Doc. Two weeks, I like that. I mean, maybe that should be a, a little bit more of a thing. Or at least that's uh, something that maybe Marshall should work on. All right, that's going to do it for this edition. For our producer, Gabriel Sellers, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in for today's edition here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Have a good night, everyone.